0: Welcome to the Filmcast After Dark, where we talk about a variety of topics that didn't make it into the main show. I'm David Chen, here with Devinder Harder and Jeff Kanata. This episode brought to you courtesy of the fine folks at patreon.com slash film Thank you!
1: Thank you! Top 10 edition! <laughs> Top 10 edition! <laughs> <laughs> Top 10 thank yous! Uh,
0: of course, this episode's going to go out to everyone, but it's going to go out to patrons early. And it is the other categories for our top ten movies of 2023. So uh, there's a bunch of stuff we didn't get to discuss. We got honorable mentions. We got most disappoint, biggest disappointment, movies they didn't get, movies we didn't get, a uh, bunch of stuff to get can into. I, yep.
1: Can I say, you know, one thing I forgot to mention at the end of the last episode, which is I'm sure what we're going to get tons of emails about. And I wish I. What's I'd the mentioned
2: deal that. with favorite movie 2024?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I. I if I had would have guessed what Divinger's number one was, mm-hmm. and also that it would be on everybody's list but mine, but didn't show up at all is the holdovers.
2: Holdovers was was on my list for a while. I yeah. was shocked
1: it didn't make Avengers list, and I yeah. honestly I, thought know, it would make was, both of your lists. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I thought it would make your list for sure, Jeff. Yeah, mine, you loved it, Jeff. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I I liked it a lot. It's definitely one of my honorable mentions. But um, mm-hmm. I am shocked that it made none of our lists. I had to kill mm. a
2: lot of darlings for for
1: my list. Yeah, lists.
0: that's yeah. true. Yeah, but yeah, the holdovers is another. Honestly, mm-hmm. that movie could win best picture. Yeah, like, that's one of those ones that like yeah. is uh, has a lot. of I momentum. think it
2: will be a riot if the holdovers wins best picture. To <laughs> be honest, like Why, the country will will fight.
0: I, I think a lot of people have a lot of affection for that. It, it, it's. I think it feels of at of worst. The
1: Thirty people that yeah. saw it, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's
2: compared to
0: everybody that saw Oppenheimer. I mean, we're, like, we're, we all. live in a post-Coda world, you know, where like <laughs> Coda won Best Picture, so like anything's possible. But that's true. Right, that, was a, that was a bad year, okay?
2: That was not a strong year. <laughs> yeah, this all is right. a strong year.
0: Let's start with honorable mentions. Uh, mm-hmm. and let's just take turns, okay? Like, yeah, let's just, let's I got just, so many. Uh, I got a lot. Go, let's go one each, and you can say a sentence or two if you want, but yeah. Jeff, let's start with you. Hit us with an. Well, here
1: one. I, I'm going to start with a weird one because yeah. this I think would have made my list, but for the <laughs> conversation it would have brought up that I did not want to engage in. <laughs> oh wow! This movie is only 34 minutes long. Oh <laughs> yeah, and yeah. that is the wonderful story of Henry Sugar. Mm. I mean, yeah, that's, I wouldn't have. It works. I wouldn't have mind. Yeah. It, I wouldn't. Yeah, I think I, you know, for a long time it was on my list, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I. Gave you such a hard time for running time shenanigans and the I, definition of movies. I think short are,
2: films can't count. Come on! I, I remember when I put like OJ Simpson made in
0: America. Yes. on my yeah, do. I will never that.
3: forget that. Yeah. Yes,
1: <laughs> it's a Travis Shem mockery. Um, so anyway, but I do want to mention it again. I, the the problem that I had justifying it as a film is that it came out. With other short films that kind of made it feel like right. a TV series, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. So even though they were bespoke movies, they were short, and there was a bunch of them that came yeah. out together. So I didn't do it, but I yeah. do want to mention lack of clarity from Netflix on all this. I blame yeah. Netflix. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, but I, I absolutely adore, it. and mm-hmm. you know. Astro City is also kind of there for yeah, me, I'm but Astro City. City, Asteroid yeah.
0: City didn't make any of our top 10s. That's another yeah. thing. It. Yeah, it's there. Uh, it's
1: definitely in my, you know, the, it was a good year for Wes Anderson, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but I would put The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar above Asteroid City, even though both of them would be honorable mentions for me. Yeah,
2: yeah. All right, Devendra, honorable mention. I mean, so many, but when I, I was really sad to not have on the list is The Iron Claw which Mm. i will talk about later as well too like i'm i'm surprised you guys didn't dig it as much as i did but i think this is a i just keep thinking about this movie and like the tragedy of it and it is it's such a well-told story it is such a moving story that i freaking love this movie
0: all right uh yeah uh great choice i'll mention extraction two (laughs)
3: it's on my my honorable mentions as well it was was like
0: yeah but I was like I already have a John Wick on there and also Godzilla so it's like you don't I can't
1: put that on as well but yeah yeah John Wick took its spot But it's super fun movie. You're
0: cackling with glee watching Extraction Mm Two. It's
2: just the delightful. The moment where he goes through the train and just like links up with the railgun. There's a helicopters. Like yeah,
0: I think the fight on the gym, the the gym fight at the top
1: of the tower. Mm -hmm. I really loved. Mm -hmm. Or the fight that leads out into the into the courtyard with like 300 (laughs) dudes uh, in the courtyard, and he's like completely. You know, uh, I gotta go overwhelm. watch
0: it. I'm gonna go watch it after we finish recording this, right?
1: That's what I just said. I gotta watch <laughs> yeah, yeah, it right we can now. Yeah,
0: it. like John Wick Chapter Four is like two and a half hours long, and like it's three hours long. Yeah, yeah. two hours forty five. minutes. But anyway, yeah. this is like you know Extraction Two, still a long movie, but it's like that. It's a lot of it's so fun. it's um it's not as serious as John Wick Chapter <laughs> yeah. Chapter you, Four. You, you know? can
2: pause that movie mid punch and come back to it. You know, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Jeff. Another honorable mention.
1: I would. Uh, I you guys may doubt me, but I I almost put Wonka on my top ten. Same. This is also an honorable mention for me. I had so much fun with that movie. Uh, You know, enhanced even more by the fact that I took my son to see it. I saw it the first time sitting next to him, and he had candy in his lap, and his eyes were big as saucers, and he was just delighted by what we were watching. And so it was a special experience watching that movie. But I Mm -hmm. think the movie, you know, this uh, would make a. a a real contender for biggest surprise for Mm -hmm. me if we had Mm -hmm. that category because I had very low expectations going into this movie and it it's so much fun it it, it's has such heart it's so sweet and magical I I loved Wonka
0: also on my honorable mentions list Jeff Kanata uh hit us up with another honorable mention
2: sure uh polite society I love Mm, this movie when we talked about it earlier this year this is Nita Manzur's movie about a teenage girl who wants to be a stunt person. And uh, I think it's a lot of fun. I think the action is a lot of fun. It's something I cannot wait to watch with my daughter at some point. This movie was, so like, like Polite Society, uh, mm-hmm. great choice for honorable mention.
0: I'm going to name another movie on my honorable mention list. This movie was on my top 10 until last night. Wow. Um, wow. And then I removed it. It was on there for a while, and I just couldn't. It knows what it did. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't <laughs> make it work in the top 10. But the movie
1: is Blackberry. Mm, uh, dude, the... this is mm-hmm. our yeah. mutual friend Danish Syed this is the movie he urged me to watch and I watched yeah. cast lives instead of it
2: <laughs> mm. wait you still haven't seen Blackberry Jeff no yeah. oh Jeff this it's, is it's it's by far like,
1: you know there's all these yeah. like
0: the Tetris movie and yeah. we Crash and all this stuff. it's by far the best one out of all of those movies and yes the air yes. you know like uh, all these like corporate you know accomplishment movies and um, but yeah uh blackberry is my favorite it has like this unhinged performance by dennis howerton yes um and it's also like a tragedy it's like a kind of almost shakespearean tragedy mm-hmm. like what happens with that company and so like i oh, i really wanted to put it on that's my a, good one. It's it's a, good a good one but it's a good one it's good i really yeah like
1: it. all right jeff canada hits up with another one no hard feelings
3: mm. um i really oh, wow. to...
1: yeah yeah i loved yeah. it I I really wanted to put a pure comedy on my list. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. yeah. But I I couldn't. I mean, I guess American fiction kind of fits-ish. Yeah, Uh, yeah. You know, there are movies that are uh, certainly Dream Scenario is funny. Poor Things is funny. There's there's funny stuff in my list, but like the pure comedy of the year, I think for me was No Hard Feelings. I had such a great time with it. Super funny. Super fun Jennifer Lawrence performance. Good stuff. Devendra,
2: another one? I want to shout
1: out uh, Infinity Pool
2: which is a movie that deeply messed me up and I think really (laughs) solidifies Brandon Cronenberg It's just being like, man, you were just, you're really not, you have not fallen far from your father, huh? Like, you are just a fruit of that tree and it is, I think it's a deeply disturbing movie, but also incredibly well-made and well-acted and just like sometimes you want to exist in chaos and madness and I think that movie is very much that. (laughs) Yeah, I loved the premise of that movie so Mm -hmm. much. Like, the first 30 to 40
0: minutes were incredible and then I just didn't feel like it delivered on the ending, but Love Possessor. Um, He is definitely a talent to watch. Uh, Great choice for an honorable mention. Uh, The first Slam Dunk. Oh, yeah. The first Slam Dunk. Just like really one of those movies that does something I've never seen before, which is deliver a basketball game, (laughs) an entire basketball game in animated form. Mm -hmm. It's like, I've never seen anything like it. I believe there's going to be a physical media release in February of 2024. So Mm -hmm. look forward to that. But that's another honorable mention. Jeff Tenata. Hit us up with another one.
1: The Killer. The Killer. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I yep. love yeah. this movie. In fact, it was on my top 10 for a large part of it. I
0: thought for sure it would be on your top 10, honestly. It, mm-hmm.
1: it was yeah. there for a long time. It got knocked off. Uh, it was one of those, you know, like Just One Mile was like, I, I just really want to put Just One Mile yeah, there. Yeah, But The Killer would have been on there. Uh, it's so much fun. It's so cool. It, it You know, I had a blast with it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Great choice. I think we all like yep. that movie. Uh, the, the killer also on my honorable mentions. Um, Davindra heads up with another one.
2: Also, I also had the killer on mine, but I will also point out uh, when evil lurks.
1: Yeah, talk um, about talk online. about a movie
2: that will mess you up and put yeah. you in a state of uh, despair. Uh, I think this is a truly original horror movie. I think it it is wild, like how far it goes in its insanity. And i I cannot wait to watch it with my wife. But I also don't. I got to choose the right moment. Like she loves crazy horror, but it's also like. Can we afford to be messed up for a little while after seeing this movie? Yeah, uh, I yeah.
0: almost, you know, I, I knew this one wouldn't be in the top ten, but mm-hmm. it's a movie I have a lot of affection for. It's the taste of things, um, and this movie, Devendra, I, I strongly suspect I need will to love see it. Movie. I know I need to see in it my yeah. rev- in my in my letterbox review. I said. I, I, I wrote a Letterboxd review of Perfect Days, which was on your top ten, mm-hmm. and I said this is this is the the taste of things for toilets. <laughs> um, you know, per, per, oh, it's like it's re- really so makes people want to watch Perfect <laughs> Days is the the taste of things for it's really toilets.
2: It's really the taste of toilets. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> really taste of the title. things you don't yeah. want to taste.
0: You could have called Perfect Days the smell of things. You know, mm. uh, but I think the taste of things is it's, it's a, it's, it's another movie where you're just showing people doing stuff. Like you're just showing people cooking. That's like a good half the movie is you're just showing people cooking. There's also this, there's also this touching kind of love story in there as Mm -hmm. well. So it's great. I think this one is really gonna, um, we're gonna hear a lot about it when it comes out in theaters this year, yeah. And I think it's
2: gonna be like one that you're hearing about in the next few months. So. I can't wait to see this yeah. movie. Like I'm the sort of person I watch the the fun little like Jack uh you know, five minute YouTube videos just just to chill, just to yeah. chill out. He's such a soothing guy, and I learned something.
0: I, I you know, uh, Divendra, I don't I don't text Devinder Hardwar very often, uh-huh. saying Devinder, I think you will love this movie. Yeah, this was one of those times when I'm like, Devinder, you're gonna love this. And I saw
2: episode. that text and ignored it. <laughs>
0: That's the right
1: response.
3: Yeah, this
0: this Correct. is the way. This yeah. is the way. Um all right, Jeff Canada hit up with another one.
1: Well, the next two are uh, When Evil Lurks and Extraction 2. So those are both nice. on my list. Okay, yep. mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. will say also Teacher's Lounge. Teacher's Lounge.
0: Yes, Teacher's yeah. Lounge on uh, my honorable mentions as well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, great movie. Uh I yeah. I liked it a lot, really thrilling. Uh, again. Something that hopefully more people will get to see in 2024.
2: Yeah. De any any other uh, honorable mentions? I mean, there there's so much I want to talk about, like that you guys have mentioned, but I do want to just point out like the Holdovers was in my top ten for a very mm. long time. Mm. It was it was something I was sad to take off, but I decided like um I also chose a bunch of movies that I think people aren't really gonna seek out as much. Yeah. So the Holdovers, you know, by a major American, you know, indie director. I think people will end up seeing the Holdovers. It's easily accessible. Um I really love that movie.
1: I all right, it's I'm just, like yeah, it's it's in my honorable mentions as yeah. well.
2: Uh, I'm just gonna throw out a
0: bunch, okay? Yep, here we go. Yep. Uh, all right, May December. You already talked about. Mm-hmm. You already talked about. It. It, it almost made my top ten. Um, there were two documentaries I wanted to recommend to people. These are both available for streaming. One is called The Eternal Memory. Mm-hmm. Really interesting documentary. It's about a couple where the husband has dementia and he's slowly developing dementia and uh, and you get to see up close what it is like to live with someone with dementia uh and it is fascinating you know i've always heard like about how difficult it is to take care of someone who has dementia and I, I, but i never understood it i think on a core level until i watched this movie uh, but it's also about how these people love each other and like how you try to what it means to, you know in sickness and in health like what does that actually mean at the end of life um so Yeah. The Eternal Memory, really thought-provoking movie. Similarly, um, Beyond Utopia, another documentary. This is a movie about people trying to flee North Korea.
2: I need to see this. Yeah.
0: Documentary about people trying to flee North Korea. And they got some incredible footage of this family just running into the mountains and like fleeing. And it's just like... It's incredible the the lengths to people uh, to which people go to get a better life, uh, better life for their families. F- you know, here's one that I'm actually surprised didn't make it into any of our top tens, nor honorable mentions. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles meet Mayhem. Very good.
1: It's very it's a good fun movie. Yeah, yeah it's a I fun thought we movie. all really enjoyed that yeah. movie. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I have one more honorable yeah. mention that I down. don't think either of you saw. Mm-hmm. Okay, but is certainly an honorable mention for me. A movie I loved. I don't think it ever really threatened to make the top 10, but certainly a movie I'd love to bring up again. You Hurt My Feelings.
3: Mm.
0: I did see it. I did oh, you see did it see it? Because I was perfect for top 10. I remember Jeff's loving it, and I was like, you know,
1: that was... This is the Julia Louis-Dreyfus yeah. movie. It's really a movie about failure yeah. on, on a number of levels, and I just thought it was delightful. I really liked it a lot.
0: Uh, I enjoyed it. I think it has some of the most painful therapy scenes i've ever seen because one of the characters plays a therapist and he's just terrible at his job well that's the whole point is everybody's bad at their jobs in this movie it's It's, so good it's it's painful i find it painful to watch bad (laughs) therapy personally like that's that's like you know some people don't like nails on a chalkboard i it's for me it's watching someone be a bad therapist that's like really painful to me so uh anyway Mm -hmm. so yeah those are a bunch of honorable mentions. I, I will say want to throw
2: out Barbie and Oppenheimer are on my honorable mentions. I was going to yeah, say Barbie, yeah. for sure. Kill,
0: Killers yeah. of the Flower Moon is on my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. I had a, a lot of affection for that movie. Ultimately, upon reflection, like how that movie handles the Lily Gladstone character and the ending of the movie, I, I just, I, I, it, it really kind of has soured on me, you know, in recent days, and so that's why I didn't put it in the top ten. But I still think it does a lot of things really well, and think it's worth watching. Talk to me also, Jeff. Like it's a great choice for you. I'm I honestly embarrassed I didn't put talk to me. You, know, <laughs> in my, you have embarrassed me,
1: Jeff. The, you, wow. Then my you know, job wow. here is done.
0: Yeah. So uh talk to me. Great, great choice for your top 10. But yeah, so it's like, wow, what a great year for movies. Good what a year. great year for movies. I could list guys.
2: 10 more for honorable yeah. yeah. mentions, to be honest. A lot of it,
0: great yeah. movies. Uh check them all out. Uh, but yeah, lo- a lot we of great movies. We have other topics though. We have other categories. <laughs> Absolutely. So Let's, talk, let's go from a positive topic into something extremely negative, which is Biggest Disappointment of 2023. Biggest Disappointment. I'm going to start. Mm, okay. This is a movie that, in my darkest hour, I said, <laughs> I said, I'm going to survive the pandemic just so I can see this movie.
2: Yes. And yeah. that movie
0: was Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Mm-hmm. Wow, biggest some, disappoint- it's
1: a fun movie
0: some but disappointment these, yeah is a, a handful of action term. scenes that were pretty good but otherwise it was mm-hmm. a harsh come down from fallout which wow. is one of my favorite action films of all time uh i just think that from a script perspective this movie was a mess now they had a lot of logistical challenges they had i think they shut down production five times because of yeah. covid like it was yeah. not an easy job but the ultimate film i thought just was not it wasn't terrible. It wasn't, like, yeah. bad, but it just mm-hmm. did from not man, live up to what I was From the for.
1: man who saw Top Gun 116 times in the theater, I, <laughs> I, I understand why this would be yeah, the biggest disappointment.
0: Yeah, I, I saw Top Gun, like, three times but in theaters, but,
1: yeah. I think it was higher than that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Jeff Kanata, what was your biggest disappointment of 2023?
1: With apologies to Devendra, my biggest disappointment is Flora and Son.
2: Oh, no, I, didn't, wow. I didn't love that movie.
1: Oh, I, I didn't thought love you did. That oh,
2: movie. yeah, I thought, yeah. thought
0: Devendra had affection for that. But that's, yeah. I, I have also, some affection, but I, remember I also it am the well same aware
2: way. it being a, a kind of a mess. Yeah, This oh.
1: was... I mean, we, my wife and I put it on the calendar. yeah, like actual wow. calendar yeah. when this movie was coming out. You, you may
2: remember my excitement, Jeff, because I thought, this is a Jeff movie.
1: Yeah. That's yes. why. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Hype. <laughs> yeah. The hype was real. Yeah. I mean... We love uh, Once and um, uh, Drive It Like You Stole It. What's uh, the name of the movie? Sing Street. Uh, yeah, Sing Street. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, like those are beloved in this household. I mean, our kids <laughs> know the lyrics to Drive It Like You Stole It. Like, oh we, uh, wow, I played the Once song on my guitar in our like. It is. We love those movies. My wife, we, it was going to be like, it's the next one. It's the, It's going to mm-hmm, be about mm-hmm. like, a family. Like, well, it's going to be perfect. Huge disappointment for us. Yeah. My wife didn't even finish it. She's like, oh, watch the rest of it. Wow. Yeah.
0: wow. Yeah. 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 And 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 the thing is, like, the biggest disappointment is not necessarily like bad movies, although in this case it might be, according to you. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if it's even yeah. that bad. It's not yeah. like it's, it's not like stinker. terrible. Movie. It's just your expectations yeah. are yes. high for these, yes. right? These are that movies is,
2: we we had a lot invested in and mm-hmm. didn't turn out well. That's so. the brilliance of this category, I think. Yeah, so yeah. 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 All yeah. right. The Vinger Hardware, I'm really curious about this one. Biggest well, disappointment listen, of 2023. We are very simpatico here because my biggest disappointment is also Mission Possible, oh, wow! wow. One. Because wow. again, I was so excited for it. I even remember last year, like I was super excited for this movie because Macquarie could do no wrong. Like, this guy has been on such a role, um, doing really cool things with the Mission Impossible movies, doing incredible action sequences with Tom Cruise. Like, what could go wrong? And it, it turns out, like, the the sort of like jazz like style that they used to produce these movies didn't quite work, <laughs> uh, against like all the trouble uh, around COVID and, you yeah. know, uh, filming restrictions and everything. So it's messy in that respect. In that respect, I don't think it's a terrible movie, but it's one that disappointed me. And, um, I'm sure people will ask, like, wasn't I super disappointed in Rebel Moon? Well, yeah. Uh, I actually I... had no expectations for
0: Rebel <laughs> Moon, and it,
3: it completely met
0: them. I, I'm glad you said that, because I was yeah. like, what about Rebel Moon, Davindra? No. Um.
2: <laughs> the word is disappointment. What if yeah. I expected to be disappointed?
0: Yeah, I will say, like, minor spoiler for a future category in this podcast, but... Um... Yeah, we are going to do our favorite movie of 2024, or best movie of 2024, and that was your most anticipated yeah. best movie of 2023, Devinder, was Mission Wasn't Impossible. it yours too? I think it was, yeah. It was, yeah. It, well, yeah. We, we kind of split it into two categories, like most anticipated and also best. Um, okay. And my okay. most anticipated was Dead Reckoning, and then my best was Killers of the Flower Moon, a mm. movie that I really liked, but didn't ultimately make it into I thought that. Okay. That was our biggest disappointment of 2023. Now I we have ripped off these categories from the beloved podcast film spotting SVU R I P. Hopefully they come back soon. But uh, Matt Singer and Alison Wilmore did these categories that I loved. Biggest movie they didn't get, and biggest movie we didn't get. Uh, another way you could think of it is most underrated movie, most overrated movie. And uh, when you say they didn't get, it can literally be any criteria so mm-hmm. box office my friends didn't like it critics yep. didn't like it audience whatever criteria these is two
1: knuckleheads
0: 100 i have a subcategory
1: of they is yeah. the film cast 100
0: so. percent yeah. subjective call here okay so biggest movie they didn't get jeff canada let's start with
1: you biggest movie they didn't get i have two and they're very similar uh one is the Flash,
0: yeah. And the, that other, was a, yes. mm, the other, yes. The other
1: is Marvels. Wow. So if, okay, wow. yeah. I yeah. think I listen. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Let's, talk the, Let's talk about it. Yes. All of the surrounding yes. garbage yes. around the Flash, I totally yes. get that. Yep. I'm not. Yep. You know, you can make your mind up about all of that stuff, and and if that means you can't enjoy this movie, I totally respect that. But as a movie, it's really fun. I had a blast with it. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton, like it's just, a, it's a. I thought it wildly exceeded my expectations. I thought it was a good time at the box office and it seems to be universally hated. It made no money. <laughs> nobody wanted to see it. No, nobody liked, you know, like it's, I, they did not get it. And then the Marvels is very similar to me in that, like, I had a great time with this mm-hmm. movie. It's super mm-hmm. fun. It's light. It's, 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 it's. Popcorn Fair. It's not going to, you know, win any Academy Awards, but I had a great time with it and no one wanted to go see that movie for some reason. So, uh both of those are very similar category for me, but I I enjoyed both of them a lot. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. it was probably one of my most kind of Principal Skinner No, it's the Children Who Are Wrong experiences <laughs> I've had this year was watching The Flash. Being like, wow! I I love that. I like watch yeah. walking out of the theater, being like, that was great. I I love the themes of that movie too, which are about like accepting yeah. um, loss. Right, that's like what the theme of that movie like, is. The is the like comedic, physical
1: comedy of it is very. Yeah, fun. Like, the
0: fact that it's like he's playing two characters, and you, you know, or they're playing two characters, as you say, um, and. I, and I was just like, that was great. That delivered. Now, this was like early on in the year before like five superhero films had bombed them. Yes, up. So I was yes. like, oh, like maybe this one is going to go the distance. Worst performing like DC film, you know, or second worst performing DC film of the year or whatever. Like one of the, you know, um, it it did really badly. It was a huge bomb because it cost so much money, right? It cost yeah. over mm-hmm. like $200 million. And then people didn't even know how bad it was going to get, right? Like they, they didn't know it was going to get to like the Marvel's level, Later it was on, shocking. Year, I mean, so. I think
1: many of us, including myself, put it in our top ten summer wager movies because we thought yeah. a yeah. Batman is gonna, it's gonna, people are gonna rush to the movie theaters to see a Batman, especially yeah. this Batman.
2: Yeah, you
0: know? yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Nope,
0: not to be, not to be.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, um, Divine Your Hardware, biggest yeah. movie they didn't get in your opinion. Well, you know what? The Marvels was one of mine to you, Jeff. Like, I do think like it was a little reviews were not as positive as I expected, but also the audiences just like did not really come for this thing, which I think is genuinely great. Um, so I do think like it's it's probably gonna get more life on you know on Disney Plus or wherever, but that doesn't really mean much for the box office. Um, the stain of failures on that movie, and it's such a damn shame. Uh one thing I will say, biggest movie they didn't get, they being the film cast. (laughs) I'm gonna put the iron claw right here. Because wow, I do think yep. it is, it is far better than you guys had described it. I understand like the issues you've had with it too. Cause like not everybody loves this movie, but I do think it is, it is such a, such a wonderfully told American tragedy. And I don't know, those things kind of get to me because there was just so much going on here and the performances are so strong and the themes are just so like, so perfectly put on. Um, I don't know if it's a good wrestling movie, but I do think it is a good movie, a fantastic movie about the, the dangers of, uh, you know, success culture. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like that movie is basically Holt McCallany uh, playing a guy who is like, um, reminds me of like a Greek tragedy, you know, of somebody who, who failed to achieve something and went on to sacrifice everything to including his family to achieve an unattainable goal. Like just throwing his family to the gods because he wanted to get something. And that part of it just felt deeply moving. Uh, I got to admit, I have like eight, To nine
0: movies here. (laughs) (laughs) Movie they didn't get. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna read the whole
2: children who are wrong category. I'm gonna just read
0: them all. Dave
1: the one who in the preliminary email is like,
2: make sure
0: it's only one in each category.
1: Let's calm down a little
0: bit, okay? (laughs) So I'm gonna pick one. It's actually bolded and underlined in this email. I'm gonna pick one is the ultimate one. Okay, Uh but I'll just uh name uh the other one. So that's the tough part, is like picking only one, okay? Um but here are movies I think they didn't get mostly from a in terms of people paying attention to these movies. Okay. Um, How to blow up a pipeline, Bo is mm-hmm. Afraid, those were in the top 10. The Kane Mutiny Court Martial, William Friedkin's last film. Wow. Which is streaming on Paramount Plus. Uh, the Covenant, the Guy Ritchie movie that performed really poorly at the box office. Dungeons <clears throat> and Dragons. Yeah. The movie that, like, it did yeah. okay. Uh, I think it made, you know,
2: it made close, a lot of, like, it was to enough to, to, it to get a sequel. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, I'm not sure if that's actually going to happen. We'll see. But mm-hmm. yes, I... Uh, I is, okay, let's remove that one. I'll st- yep. strike that yep. from the record. Bottoms was a lot of fun. Didn't do mm-hmm. very well at the box office. But here's the one that I'm going to wrap up with, guys. The Creator. <laughs> All right? <Wow>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. The Gareth uh, Evans movie, or no, sorry, Gareth Edwards movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Creator. Again, the, the way I describe it is if this movie had come out when I was a kid, When we were, I would argue, when we were kids, if this movie came out, yeah, if this movie
2: came out when we were kids, I'd be like, "How did they do any of this? This is a miracle." (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes, that is physically impossible. What we're seeing on screen right
1: now, Uh, the train is coming through the screen.
0: (laughs) It is the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful sci-fi films of the year, Uh, and yes, it really like the plot is complete nonsense. And um, it underuses its sci-fi premise, but there are so many cool moments, so many cool shots in this movie, so many cool action scenes. Uh, and if you, if it, it's a movie you don't ask a lot of, other than like let's have a fun sci-fi adventure, I think you will get what you want out of it. You
1: know. Mm-hmm. See, I so, feel like this movie could have been in my most biggest disappointment. Category. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, that's because it thinking. has a, so much potential.
0: Right. Yep. Right. I just think it's like, it reminded me of like when I was a kid watching these kinds of like expansive sci-fi worlds where like not everything is followed up with and not everything like pays off, but it's like this world is so interesting looking. Anyway, um, this is a movie that I think was slept on both on the film cast and at the box office. Uh, And it's a movie that I think is um, still has a lot to recommend it. It's the creator. It's my biggest movie they didn't get. All right. Biggest movie we didn't get. So a movie mm. that you felt a lot of people liked, but you didn't get it. The Hard Hardora, let's start with you.
2: I got a big one. Got a big movie. And that is Oppenheimer.
3: <laughs> I think, wow. I wow.
2: do like this movie. But I do, it is funny mm-hmm. reading the reviews and reading the praise for it where a lot of people are like, this is this is a masterpiece. This is an amazing work of cinema. And I'm like, I... I just cannot connect with it on that level. Like mm-hmm, I feel like it mm-hmm. is real, really disjointed. I didn't like the way it treated like basically the, many of the women in it. Like it is a movie that is so long, but didn't quite give me what I was expecting from the story. I understand what's going for and why it's so focused on Oppenheimer and everything, but it just didn't quite like connect with me as much as I expected. And I like Nolan movies. Like I think, um, you know, I every time I watch Interstellar, I love that thing more and more. Uh, this one just felt um, particularly cold for me.
0: I think it has a lot of Nolan's strengths yeah. and also all yes. of his weaknesses, yes. you know, like which is uh, especially female characters that are really poorly drawn. I think the script is very disjointed. I think it's at very few points do I feel like someone actually acts like a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Nolan movies as well. Uh, I think there's a lot interesting in this movie, and I think it's really impressive that Nolan was able to take this story, which is an important one, and make a movie that generated almost a billion dollars. That's like mm-hmm. undoubtedly impressive. But uh I'm I'm inclined to agree none of us put Oppenheimer in our top 10. So like I didn't I didn't actually know you guys had such little love for it. I, th- I thought, you know. I mean, I've talked more... about it several times yeah. on the show. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. Perfectly yeah. fine. It's a perfectly yep. cromulent film.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Jeff Kanata, biggest movie we didn't get. There's a lot here, guys. Oh, wow. a lot. <laughs> this is a, a, a common refrain <laughs> in 2023 for me. Uh, Saltburn yeah. is in this category. Right. Yeah. Zone of Interest is in this yeah. category. But I think the, the movie that I put as the movie I didn't get is May, December.
3: Huh. Mm,
0: yeah, that's right. Wow. May, December right. is a movie that I was for sure. Jeff would love. Yeah. I, I was yeah. like, yeah,
1: I just did not vibe with this movie at all. And I know I'm like a total outlier here. Cause people seem to love it. It's on both of your lists. I think yeah, um, it was on my honorable mentions and on oh, yeah. top 10. Yeah. Uh, so. so yeah, May, December, I, I, I literally said this phrase when it over, like I didn't <laughs> get that. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: I understand. I, I understand. Again, like another it's... thing I wrote down, Jeff movie. In,
1: <laughs> in my notes, like, uh,
2: I was
0: waiting for you to see Yeah, yeah. We were uh-huh. just really bad at knowing what movies other people will like. I, I think that's kind of what uh, each other we will We have like. to find
2: the next like evocative new horror movie for Jeff, because apparently now <laughs> Jeff is a horror guy. guy.
0: That's
1: my yeah. thing now, I guess. Yeah. yeah.
0: There have been years on this podcast where I have felt like there's been 18 movies I didn't get. Um, but this is not one of those years. I got to say, it was a real struggle for me to come up with uh-huh. anything. Like what I, mean, uh-huh. what I mean by that is like, there is very few movies that everyone loved and I just thought I don't see anything good about that. Like even Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, Barbie, those are not movies that made my top 10 but I I totally understand why what the appeal is. So, for my movie uh we didn't get I didn't get I chose an extremely small movie that almost no one has seen.
3: Wow. playing and and safe.
0: (laughs) Yeah, plain and safe. And that is uh, Eileen. He just
1: gets everything, you guys. He's got his on the pulse of everybody.
0: I I, I literally started by saying there's been years when I haven't gotten tons of
1: things. (laughs) But not
3: anymore. Not anymore.
1: (laughs)
2: To to preempt that criticism. Now let's kill this little movie that
3: really had no
0: legs. Uh, Let's just um, squash it dead. The movie uh, we didn't get for me is mm-hmm. Eileen. This is the Anne Hathaway, Thomas and Mackenzie.
1: That's a First hell of all, a movie. Really you know? interesting. I want to see this. I really want to see It's really it. wild, Jeff. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Really interesting that Thomas and McK- this is the second movie that Thomas and Mackenzie has been in, mm-hmm. in which she portrays this kind of, uh, it, 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 she's in a period piece where she's this kind mm-hmm. of put upon woman who falls in love with this much more, uh, it's true. Attractive and glamorous blonde woman. True. Uh, and engages in this, like, kind of psychosexual romance with her. Yeah. Um, also, the
2: second movie where she masturbates with a pile of dirty snow? <laughs> <laughs> Weird. <laughs> How's that a thing that keeps I, happening? I don't know. Is that, did that happen in That's last the night? beginning of the movie, Dave. No, uh, did that happen Were in you, last That happened? Yeah. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Okay. That it was
0: might a joke. It might no, as well. It might as well. That was a joke part. I was like, I don't remember that in last uh, but you, uh, that was a funny joke to me. I like, could that have. Funny. Okay. All right. Anyway, Eileen. Um, some people are like, this is one of the best films of the year. I saw it, I was like, yeah. this is wildly inconsistent in tone in a way that yeah.
2: I found to be off-putting. I think that's what um, makes it great, but mm-hmm. you gotta be you gotta be ready for that tone. That tone mm-hmm. shift, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't there, there is a monologue at the end of that movie yeah. that I think is like that. I did not expect this movie to go here. And yeah, now there's I'm some really great comfortable. There's some yeah. great acting in the movie. Yeah. You know,
0: it's not like there's nothing good about it, but it's a movie where I'm like I don't see how this could really be on people's top 10 lists. Things you know? really
2: took a turn in this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's as I said, in our conversation about it, mm-hmm. it's wow. That escalated quickly. The movie. So, yes. Anyway. Uh, um, Jeff,
2: uh, please do see it at some point.
0: Report I
1: really that. want to. with your yeah, wife. Yeah. yeah. I really yeah. Want to. Is it on VOD right now? Uh, it is. Not, not yet. I thought it, was VOD. it was in theaters a couple weeks ago. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, anyway, that's biggest movie we didn't get. Okay. Uh, let's bring it back to a positive place. Favorite piece of non-movie entertainment in 2023. I'll go first. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to bring up uh, uh, just two things real quick. But like the, the first one is I read a book that mm. may end up altering the course of my life. Wow. Uh, it's called The Biggest Bluff. It's by Maria Konnikova. It's about this woman who's a New Yorker writer who... Uh-huh. Is this the uh, poker this, thing? Is decided this why you learn a poker? This is what happened to Dave. Decided yeah. to learn poker, and she yeah. she went from literally knowing zero poker to winning, you know, 250 grand at a poker tournament within, you know, one to two years. And you're like, and, I can do this. Yeah. And yeah. it was it literally made me feel <laughs> like hey, I, this book. <laughs> I can do this. Uh and so I've really started studying poker and getting really into it. And I think it's a beautiful book about like what mm-hmm. poker has to teach us about life. Um, so I'd recommend it. But anyway, uh, Putting that aside, I think the the favorite piece is non movie entertainment. I would say is, you know, that, that's kind of a runner up. Yeah, my number one choice would be Succession's final season.
3: Um, mm, it was so good,
0: an amazing season with multiple incredibly memorable episodes. Uh, had so much fun talking about it with you guys on Decoding TV and just like seeing all the writing about it, just being obsessed with it. It was a great ending to a great one of the great TV shows of our lives. Agreed. Succession season four is my favorite piece of non-movie entertainment. Your hardware. your favorite mm-hmm. piece of non-movie entertainment.
2: Sure. Uh, my favorite is uh, Alan Wake 2.
3: Yeah. I, uh, thought, and, I,
2: I um, thought you might put this yeah. one. Yeah. I really was, I, I love this thing. Jeff, I hope you give it another chance at some point. But it is such a, such a beautiful mixture of everything Remedy Entertainment has done for so long. And I, I read about this thing, Gadget, too. I was like, I did take a step back and be like, you know what? I remember playing Max Payne one, you know, in college. Uh, Dave and I, like, yeah. we were we were like obsessing over that game. Like, oh, cool! You could do the slow mo. You could do two pistols. Yeah. Love um, that game. And I've tracked Remedy like over the years. The first download week, I think, was a lot of fun. Maybe limited a little technically. I freaking hated Quantum Break. Uh, that was a huge mistake for them. But I think they came back with control to build this world that is wonderfully weird. Um, that is sort of like X-Files-ish and Twin Peaks-ish. And that is just like a good vibe for me. Like I love a vibe of mystery and paranormal stuff. And like control just like really, I just really resonate with that. And Alan Wake too just kind of takes that a step further. It is um, it kind of builds on the world of control, but also does cool Stephen King stuff and does cool Twin Peaks stuff. And I just loved being in that world where it could be both beautiful and nightmarish at the same time. Um Kind of a I'll admit like kind of an annoying game to play at times just because of the way things work. Like I think the bad guys are kind of rough. The bosses can be tough at times, but as a narrative, as an experience, I don't really have many time. I don't have much time to like finish games these days. And I like dedicated myself to spend like 20 to 25 hours to get that done. And I freaking love that whole experience. That's
0: Alan Wake to Davindra's favorite piece of Mm non-movie entertainment from 2023. Jeff Kanata, your favorite piece of non-movie entertainment, 2023.
1: This was the hardest category for me. Or mm, no, wow. harder than my top 10 list. Wow. This was, there's been so much awesome stuff. And I didn't even I didn't even consider video games. I'm like, I have a whole other podcast. Talking about that. What about <laughs> me, video games? Thinking yeah. about video games in this kind. I know it's a non-movie entertainment, <clears throat> but like just in the stuff that we talk about, just in the stuff that we have talked about on the show, there are so many amazing things. Not to mention, you know, just you just brought up books. I got into the Malazan Book of the Fallen series yeah. this year. We're doing a, a book club. None of that came out in 2023, but it's new to me in 2023. It was a massive – it's an incredible experience. We're in the fourth book now. It changed my life, changed my, my thought about what fantasy writing could be. It's extraordinary. That could be part of the discussion. But just in the stuff that like we talk about on the show and what we've been watching, I have a huge list. The one I think I'm going to go with, although I want to talk about all the others too, is Scavenger's Reign.
2: Mmm. Yes.
0: yes, this is awesome, Jeff. I, I just started
1: I watched watching the whole this. thing. I watched yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we awesome. haven't talked about it since you finished. Yeah. it. it is. Yeah. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I did yeah. not know this thing was even being made. Like it, somebody emailed I think, or or sent yeah, me a message yeah. of some something like, "You got to yeah. watch this." Yeah. I tuned it. It completely took me by surprise, bowled me over. It's such a incredibly unique vision yes. of alienness. Um, you know, I, I think I said when I brought it up on the show that you kind of, you see a lot of genre stuff and you feel like you've seen it all. You know, there's mm-hmm. variations on a theme and you, you kind of see alien, but this movie's like, oh, no, our show is like, oh my gosh, no, look at all the different weird things we can think yeah. up and how they could be all interrelated and then embed this really compelling conflict and survival story amidst it that is moving and powerful. Uh, Scavenger's Rain gobsmacked me and mm-hmm. I loved it. You it's, know what? it's beautiful, I, yeah,
0: I, I I'm not trying to start a fight, um, but this movie wow. this F- TV show this show, yeah. this show made me feel like it out Pandoraed Avatar like there's, this, there's, oh, this, absolutely. there's this uh, speech, absolutely there's this speech there's a speech that Colonel Porch yeah. gives at the beginning of Avatar where he says, out there beyond that fence, every living thing that crawls, flies or squats in the mud wants to kill you and eat your eyes for juju bees, yeah, end quote, uh-huh and it's basically like Pandora is a threatening. Terrible place. It will destroy you. That's... You know, and I found... Honestly, that vision of Pandora to not be very convincing. Uh, like, mm-hmm. Pandora is a lot of right. great it's things, not, but it's not accurate. Korich is because com- it's correct. like
1: beautiful and fun, and we could swim with the fishies. Yeah, and, it's and yes, all there's
0: like, some like rhinoceros thingies, yeah. but like whatever, like, it, yeah. like some yeah. puma looking things. But and like the, it's the not,
2: animals are very much similar to what we see on earth. Exactly. They're like variations exactly. of Scavenger's Rain. Yeah. Scavenger's yeah. Rain is
0: like to kill Literally you all the time. everything you touch can kill you,
2: right? <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. This cute and little thing will control your mind. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, you will die in the most painful way imaginable. Yeah um and so that's what i love about it uh but yeah i i love this as well it's a great show um Mm -hmm. i kind of watched the whole thing in like one week i I had a great time with it Uh, i'm like halfway
2: through it right now i just want to say like (laughs) i've read interviews with the creators and they're like they don't really watch much sci-fi they're not into sci-fi they're into like nature shows Mm -hmm. things showing you how it How shows animals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know,
0: you can tell and that's this show. Yeah. All right, yeah, Jeff. Gonna uh, don't go in. Sorry. Go, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I was just gonna okay. say, you, you, uh, and we didn't even talk about the quality of the animation, which is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. 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 Animated show. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, don't go in depth into all of them, but. All right, I'm going to give you a a list. The the
1: one that most competed for this uh, with Scavenger's Reign for me was Righteous Gemstones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I discovered the show this year in, in, in that I had never watched it before, so it kind of felt unfair that we watched all three seasons in 2023, so I had a big imprint on my life. My wife and I uh Like quote the show back to each other all the time. I, for Christmas, I bought her uh Baby Billy's Bible Bonkers, um mugs. That's that's the <laughs> yeah. only thing she want asked for. She's like, all I want is a righteous gemstone mug. And I said, well, I'm getting you Baby Billy's Bible Bonkers. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's a delightful show, hilarious, vicious, fun. I love righteous gemstones. Okay, the I'll just list off the yeah. rest of the ones that uh, competed for the list. Uh, the bear. Season yeah. Yeah. two, two very yeah, good. Season two, very good. Uh, Barry, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the final wow. season of Barry. Yeah, forgot about Barry. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, unbelievable. The Curse, which I think mm-hmm. we should talk about at some point on the show because mm-hmm. I don't sure. think we really have. Um, crazy, amazing. Paul T. Goldman, mm. which m- bended my mind in twenty twenty three. Poker Face, which yeah. I think had a couple of episodes that I could have gone without, mm-hmm. but most of them were stellar. Uh, Telemarketers. It's another show yeah. that just completely changed my view of the world in a yeah. lot of ways. Jury Duty. Oh, wow. Jury yeah. Duty. That yeah. was great. That was great. Yeah. So, those are my, you know, uh, J- Jury Duty, of course, like also changed my view of what reality TV could be and what it could do. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, yes, yeah, yeah. so, so many non movie entertainment things. And like I said, I haven't even touched video games in this category, but like what a great year for like extraordinary yeah. television.
0: Yeah, yeah, indeed. All right. Okay, final category. Let's start with this. Favorite movie of 2024. So, or mm-hmm. or, or, or best movie of 2024. The question is, one year from today, when we're doing our top 10 episode, what movie is going to be your number one movie of 2024? Right. Now, Which
1: my position is, it's it, it, it's impossible to know.
3: Yeah,
0: absolutely. And, and and as Jeff points out frequently, and I agree, the movies that are going to be our t- our top movies, we often don't know what they will like. We often yeah, don't even have yeah, a clear yeah, yeah. sense of the. We calendar. don't have a whiff of them yeah. yet.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, I think and, if you went back over the years and saw my number one movie over the years, I, at this point in time, the previous year, I didn't know they existed.
0: Exactly. Like everything, yeah. everywhere all at once. That's not a movie that like you know we all. Right. Not that was of at I don't think that was on mm-hmm. any of our like most anticipated but it came yeah. out of nowhere it was our number one so so um we are uh, the 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 caveat is we are always wrong about this, okay but <laughs> we're going to try anyway and predict what our number one movie of 2024 is going to be uh I'll start
1: <laughs> I think we're we'll all have the same one Probably Furiosa a Mad Max yes. saga yes Yes. Okay.
3: Furiosa
2: is
1: up
3: there
1: uh, I have so, one I have
2: one event. I can pitch to you guys but yeah
1: <laughs> I have a, I have a I have a B because I knew you guys were all going to say that one, but I think okay. that's the safest bet. Mm-hmm. Okay, take, take ahead, it easy, ahead. Jeff. Okay, take it like Dune Two <laughs> was really high on the list for me. Like, Dune Two, not Dune, that original. Okay, <laughs> Dune Two yeah, yeah. could have been you know so, was very much in contention. One okay? desert action movie or another one. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: indeed, mm-hmm. indeed.
0: Yeah, but okay, Furiosa, Mad Max Saga, George Miller directed. You're right. Yes. It, it has a really yes. good chance of being in our top ten. All right, The uh, Venger Hardware. It sounds like you have a different.
2: I I have a pitch. You kind of ruined it by listening for yours at first, but I do have a pitch. What about a movie? Cassandra Webb is a New York City paramedic who starts to show signs of clairvoyance. I'm talking about Madame Webb, directed (laughs) by S.J. Clarkson. This movie has everything. It has (laughs) has Dakota Johnson. It has Sidney Sweeney, Adam Scott. Never in a very bad, cheesy movie, that man. Um, Yeah, I think we're going to be talking about this movie Throughout 2024. That's my bet. It's bold. That's a Madame bold Web. pick. Or is it Madam Webb? I don't know. Uh,
0: I mean, it has one of the greatest... One of the worst
2: trailers I've ever seen in my life.
0: <laughs> it has one of the greatest lines of dialogue mm-hmm. that has ever been written in the history of movies. Yes. Ethan, he was in the Amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders right before she died.
2: <laughs> Which is... I, I, I so, propose we may even need a new category of yeah. like um, biggest movie that doesn't exist in 2024. I think it's Madame Web. I think it's Madame Web.
0: <laughs> okay, but Dovinger, what is your actual? No, it's Furious. It's Furious. Yeah. It's, it's But okay, I okay. did want to do a whole.
2: I did want to do a whole Madame Web bit, and you ruined it.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. He so since
0: since Jeff is uh, you know so uh, prescient. <laughs> Yeah he, yeah, he can know what we're all going to pick for this category, Jeff. Uh, what was your B choice? What was your B choice?
1: So, so just to be clear. If you're going to play the clip next year, my, my choice is Furiosa, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. but I think that has the best chance of actually making my top ten. But off the record, but but, but off the record, <laughs> the one that I'm most hopeful mm-hmm. hopeful is phenomenal and I love and will make my top ten is Beetlejuice Two. Oh, Jeff. Wow. Oh, Jeff. I want it to be one. That's a swing. I love Beetlejuice. I mean, I love Beetlejuice too. I want it to be great. I think the odds are not in its favor that it will be on my top (laughs) 10, but I want it to be so worthy of bringing all those people back and doing it again. Um, The other one that I listed that I actually think could be like secretly amazing and phenomenal is Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes.
3: Mm, I yep, mean,
1: those
0: yep.
2: movies are always, I
0: think, they're never always very good. Every yeah, single yeah. one is solid. Yeah. but Jeff, not a new director. Do, you recall,
3: mm-hmm.
0: do you recall what you said last year? I can tell you what you said last year for your you, you gave kind of a most anticipated and also separately a best movie of 2023. Your most anticipated was Super Mario Brothers because you were excited mm. to see it with your your son. Mm-hmm. Uh, which yeah. Which I think is a thing that, that did happen and you that, did have a good experience. And it right? was
1: wonderful. He has the poster up in his room as we speak.
0: Jeff Kanata's most anticipated, or uh, sorry, best film of 2023. A movie that has not been mentioned a
2: single time. <laughs> yeah. On this podcast, you know, this episode sequence. Where we've talked about 100 movies. Until yeah. the, we talked about like 50, 80
0: movies. We haven't mentioned this movie a single time. Is Indiana Jones and the Dial of
2: Destiny. Oof. Oh. Yeah. I eight, forgot that about that. That hurts my heart, though, a little
0: yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I forgot I about of
2: like out it. This year. <laughs> yeah. Can you guys remind me how you felt about that movie? I, I, I thought it was like okay, I did not hate it. I actually, liked, I also thought uh, it was it okay. I thought,
1: yeah. I thought the ending was really cool. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, yeah, yeah. I just, it just, you know, it felt kind of flat leading up to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And none of the action sequences really were great until you know. The, I thought the the end really pulled it out of being abysmal into being mm-hmm. pretty fun. Yeah. Um And uh, but but man, it, it you know.
0: I thought I thought most of the movie also looked terrible. That was like one of my problems yeah. with it. Like but it looked like it was shot on the volume or on the green screen, and honestly, in not a convincing way. Yeah,
1: I think Beetlejuice Two could be the Indiana Jones of this. It year. Absolutely, will be. <laughs> you chose
2: Tim Burton. When last has Tim Burton like? It, again, <sighs> made these a great are picks movie. of hope. Yeah, I hoped I hope. to
1: love Indiana Jones again.
2: What happened the last time Michael Keaton played a beloved character that he? Once I did? liked The Flash. Yeah. But nobody what else did? Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All
0: right. All right. So we've all we've all made clear that favorite movie of 2024 is going to be Furiosa. Mad Madam Web. Saga. Now uh-huh. and, <laughs> and, Web. And, and and Jeff Kennard has listed a couple of other options. OK, so mm-hmm. but now let us talk about some other movies from 2024 that we are excited by. OK, so I want to list a few of these. I mean, I think Deadpool three is probably going to be profoundly irritating, and I'm also going to secretly enjoy parts of it. I mean, um, <laughs> give me, give me my
2: Wolverine. All I want is Wolverine, please.
0: Yeah, yes. uh, seeing Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine, that could either be fun or it could be like, oh, he should have stopped doing it after Logan, right? There's no um, way it's not going to be fun.
1: It's going to be so fun,
3: <laughs> right? There's no I think
0: way we're not going to enjoy Je- that. Jeff Kanata movie. is a bit. I know you're like kind of like in Ryan Reynolds. You're a Ryan Reynolds, I, Stan, and I I'm, am. You're, you're I, right. I'm, I
1: exci- him... I'm genuinely excited for Fall Guy. <laughs> mm. I'm genuinely yeah. excited for that movie. Like I mean, that actually looks pretty good. I've it really, looks so, like. Yeah. I, I,
2: hey, Wait, why I'm, are you saying a, Ryan Reynolds? No, that's no, that's so Ryan, the, Ryan Gosling. So that's so Ryan Gosling.
1: Ryan yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. You're thinking of uh,
1: the Oops. other one, Guy. I thought free, it, free guy. I, I thought it was Ryan Reynolds in that role. No, no,
0: no. It's Ryan Gosling.
1: But either way, it got me a chance to say how excited I am for Fall Guy, which. Yeah, uh, I'm old enough to have actually watched that tel- television series as mm-hmm. it was coming out, and uh, oh man, wow, it was oh, fun. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, Fall guy
2: coming from David Leach. like yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, agree. The, uh, David Leitch, did he do uh, Bullet Train, a movie that I also really enjoyed? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, yeah so we, I think we all like that. Movie. I'm still waiting yeah, yeah. for the Atomic Blonde like follow up that will, but I, I hope it happens. I don't know.
0: You've already mentioned King to the Planet of the Apes. I'm interested in you know I'm gonna say, uh, so Ballerina. Which is from the world of John Wick is coming out this year. Now, Uh Uh, I thought The Continental was ultimately not very good uh, on Peacock, and hopefully Ballerina will be better. It's directed by Len Wiseman. I just watched. Oh, Dave. Look, look. (laughs) What are you doing? I just watched Die Hard 4.0, AKA Live Uh Free or Die Hard. And some of the action scenes in that movie are pretty enjoyable in my opinion. Sure. Um, so anyway, Len Wiseman, Anna de Armas is in it. I think apparently maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's opening in June. I She's think probably could, the ballerina. It could be a fun time. Allegedly there is a bad boys Four coming out. Uh, I haven't heard a single thing about it, so I don't know that it's actually going to come out. Uh, a quiet place. Day one. Anyone looking forward to that? That's no. supposed to come out in. Wasn't that was not supposed Northern to come Paris. out
1: like four years ago. There was well, a we quiet
2: did, place too, and we totally forgot about it. Yeah.
0: This may be in my most anticipated. No, no, not a, Moving on to a separate topic. The following uh-huh. movie I'm about to say mm-hmm. may be in my most anticipated films of 2024. It is a movie called Twisters. Yeah. A single, the Twister? it okay, is it called a Twister? Okay, guys. Okay, Jeff Canada. Jeff Canada. <laughs> who do you think they got to direct Twisters?
3: Jan mm. DeBont?
0: Jan DeBont. <laughs> Would you believe it's Lee Isaac Chung the guy who made Minari? <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. Tornado of a drama that movie. Man. He
0: yeah. is directing Twisters which theoretically question mark is a sequel to the classic um Bill Paxton, Helen Hunt yeah. drama about tornadoes. It stars Glenn Twister. Powell.
1: Okay. That movie by the way <laughs> is bad. I'm sorry. Twister it was never was a good bad. movie. It was never a good movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you know, that I was know like we've, a I showcase sort of a, for special effects in the 90s. We yeah. all sort of decided that it was good.
2: It's not good. No, It's good, Jeff. It's good. This happens to a lot of 90s movies. It's like yeah. when you go back to Independence Day maybe and it, just like really look at it. it, it, it and, yeah, top of the line at the time, special
0: visual effects, yeah. Philip freaking Seymour Hoffman, yeah. Helen Hunt wearing a tank top, flying like cow, this, flying cow. I was
1: <laughs> legitimately in love with Helen Hunt from yes. Mad <laughs> About You Absolutely. and was very excited about her becoming a big movie star. I couldn't even bring myself to enjoy this movie. Wow.
2: Uh, well, you know. I think this means Je- we have to review Twisters now.
1: Je-
0: Jeff is wrong, and that's okay. You know, <laughs> uh, we all are wrong about things. So, everything um, happens once, I guess. Joker, folie, adieu. The no, thank you. Guys, it's going to be a musical with Lady Gaga. Come on. Come on, guys.
1: It, it's going to be gonna weird, be awesome. and I think, I think I'm going to be curious about it, but I don't anticipate mm-hmm. liking it.
0: The question is, can it make a billion dollars like the first Joker did? Right. I mean, it can. In a
2: just world, I hope not.
0: Uh, Barry Jenkins, the director of the Best Picture Academy Award winning film, Moonlight, is directing a film called Mufasa, The Lion King.
2: uh, Get that money, Barry Jenkins. Get that money. Which is a
0: prequel that will explore the backstory of Simba's father, Mufasa uh and uh i have no idea what anything is gonna be i don't, like I don't know
2: but it's barry jenkins and anything he touches is gold so yeah uh,
0: all right here's a question jeff canada are you looking forward to the new beverly hills cop film oh, God. axel
1: f which is theoretically coming out in summer of 2024 there's a trailer for that Kind of,
2: it exists i, yeah. I
1: kind of am yeah I, I, you know, you called me a, uh, uh, a Ryan Reynolds Stan. I am before that I am a Eddie Murphy Stan. <laughs> I almost talked my wife into watching that terrible, well, inevitably terrible new, uh, Eddie Murphy family holiday movie that came out on Netflix like a month ago. I was like, let's watch it. And she's like, what, who are you? And I was like, Eddie Murphy. I love Eddie Murphy. Love Eddie Murphy. Yeah.
0: Um, well, I'm glad you're looking forward to that one. Glad you're looking forward to that one.
1: I'm also... Uh, well, go ahead. No, you go. You go. Please. Uh, I, you know, I'm also, you know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me several times over and over and over again, shame on me, but shame on me for actually holding out a little hope for the Ghostbusters movie.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, I think that it's such a bizarre experience, right? Um there is a uh, a new ghostbusters movie coming out in twenty twenty four called Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. It seems to have the tone of the uh last ghostbusters movie by Jason Redmond, which treated the ghostbusters like it was this hallowed holy thing right yeah,
2: I mean it is it should be uh but this is set in New York so but that's a plus this is like working like the original Ghostbusters was like you know like it was a uh
0: basically a comedy about exterminate working class exterminators. Right. Mm -hmm. That was, what was funny about it. And what's, um, what, what's like a good analogy. It'd be like, if like revenge of the nerds or like, you know, um, you you know, like any of those eighties movies where you're like,
2: Imagine if it's like, oh, the glasses that he wore, oh, such amazing glasses, yeah. you know, like it, it would be it, like turning Animal House into right. like uh, a prestige cable drama, right?
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know?
1: it's that's, just that's such, a, such
2: like. a discordant tone, you know. Like, anyway, I'm mm-hmm. not looking particularly forward
0: to. But Carrie
1: much. Coon's <laughs> in it again, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Paul Rudd,
2: and Paul Rudd. I love. Listen, Carrie it's Coon. back in New York, where the Ghostbusters should be. So that's a plus. That, okay, getting this in the right is okay.
0: This is a movie that actually almost did made it into my top, uh, like best movie of 2024, which is Bong Joon Ho's newest film, Mickey Seventeen, which is coming out in March.
2: Yes, this is his
0: follow up to Parasite. It stars Robert Pattinson, Naomi Ackie, Tony Collette, Mark Ruffalo, and Stephen Yun. Uh, that's, that's a good cast. Yeah, good cast. I mean, it looks like it could be pretty amazing. I have to say, so it's a weird um, title, but
1: yeah. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree. So, are we? Is fair. everybody aware that Doug Lyman is remaking Roadhouse? Yes, with mm, Jake Gyllenhaal. There
2: are pictures out there, and it looks ridiculous. But yeah,
1: Doug Lyman. Doug Lyman. I'm curious. I, I don't know about you guys. I'm curious. I
2: mean, he he can be hit or, hit or miss, but I know Dave and I have always had a less soft spot
0: yeah, for Mr. Doug Liman. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, there House. is a there is Road a House. new there is a new Matthew Vaughn movie coming out uh, yeah, next Argyle. month
2: called Argyle. Yeah, like, could we've be, talked about that. Could be good. That Terrible be... trailer that we're all subjected to every time I go to the movies. At least no, I haven't seen it, but
0: could be good. Ooh, I could like good.
1: I like Matthew Vaughn movies generally. Alex
0: Garland is coming out with a new movie called Civil War in 2024.
1: I am very curious about this movie. Um, very yeah. curious.
0: Um... My prediction
2: for biggest bummer of 2024, maybe that movie.
0: The thing is, what was Alex Garland's last movie? Was it Men? It was men. That was yeah. that was, in my opinion, a pretty terrible movie. Um, Bad movie. Even he was like, "I got doubts about this movie."
3: <laughs> <We're> moving <laughs> forward, yeah.
0: So I'm really hoping he's going to bring it back. Now, uh, De- Jeff, I, if I recall correctly, you loved Devs. Is that right? Am I remembering? Devs. That?
2: I loved. Yes. Devs. Yeah. I also Absolutely. Loved devs. Yeah. When the- Devs was happening, I was I did an interview with Alex Garland. He was like, "I'm interested in like uh, civil rights and uh, and this era." So I was like, "Oh, he wanted to work on something." And wh- you guys have probably have not seen the trailer for this thing. It is, it is the most like thing I don't want to even think about in 2024, because we're entering an election year. Everything is insane so far. We've got earthquakes, we've got tidal waves. We've got people, um, you know, entering. I think there was a, some sort of like weird thing in a Supreme Court in a state Supreme court recently, like, this is going to be a bad year. Yeah, And that is a movie that is basically like, hey, Civil War's happening again. Uh, America split up and we're all fighting each other. It's just yeah. bad vibes. Bad vibes fair, to me. Yeah. By the way, final episode of Devs, I just want to say is like,
0: is, is, I still think about it. I still think yeah. about, every now and then I think about the final episode of Devs and I'm like, <laughs> so wow, there good. are some really profound ideas in that final episode. Yeah. He um, is a true genius. Now, now I, I think yeah. also I found Devs profoundly annoying uh and it's also like (laughs) it's also one of those movies where it's like or shows where Mm -hmm. i feel like it's um again we try not to use that word but pretentious is the first word that comes up it has people Mm, talking really slowly in you know very broad yeah speaking in riddles most of the time anyway but at the same time i I still thought it was very powerful men though um not a movie i felt any urge to rethink or go back to
1: There is one scene that's stuck in stuck in my head, but oh yeah, not a good way. We all remember what you're talking about, not a good way. way. Yeah, Yeah.
2: Gladiator Two. Uh,
1: Must we? The gladiating. Must we? Gladiator Two. We psyched
2: with the. Uh, I mean, good uh, good actor, right? Not
3: psyched.
0: Uh, Paul Mescal, right? Paul Mescal. Ridley Scott is directing. Yes.
1: So So apparently, Denzel Washington is in the movie. Venom Three. How have you not talked about there's not another Saw movie coming? I was getting to it, Jeff. Uh, you got to save the best for last.
0: Yeah, save the best for last. Um, And then uh, I I have heard tell that there is a new Karate Kid movie coming out. I don't actually believe that it's happening. Don't believe that. Jackie Chan! Um, Yeah, I know. that. Yeah, If it happens, I'm going to be there. If it happens, I'm going to be there. Uh, John Chu is coming out with the first part of his Wicked movie in November. Um, Wicked, the musical, has been divided into two parts. I, I am, think that movie is gonna be
1: popular. Oh wow. No? Wow. You don't think the so?
0: question is whether <laughs> people will go see movie musicals without needing to be tricked that wicked
1: is <laughs> well, not a movie. How music. do you know they aren't gonna be tricked? How right. do you know that they're not gonna trick people? Yeah. Venom three? Any No. Craven I, the
0: Hunter? Huh? Craven no, the Hunter. Huh? huh? It's right up
2: there with M- Madam Webb for movies I'm least looking forward to. That what don't exist. What about
1: Inside Out Two? Mm, oh, yeah God.
2: yeah that's that could a, be
1: great that's you know the more gonna... you
2: go down this list dave uh, the bleaker 2024 <laughs> seems to be <laughs> apparently Inside out
1: is be... one of my favorite pixars uh-huh. like top three pixars i think
2: it's very good there's going to be a new alien
0: movie directed by feta alvarez which i'm actually like feta alvarez one of my my uh i wouldn't say one of my favorite directors but one who i whose work i really appreciate you know doing, doing interesting work and that's it, guys. That's all I wanted to do. Wait, mention. what
1: about... We didn't mention Kevin Costner's two-part western. It's going to be two movies in one year. Yeah.
2: That's going to be the thing that breaks like $2 billion.
1: He's this been working on it like since yeah. 1988.
2: Yeah. He,
0: Horizon
1: tw- and American Saga.
2: Is,
0: he put
1: $20 million of his own money into it.
0: Right. He actually. This has actually been disrupting his shooting schedule for Yellowstone, is my understanding. Um, the last time... Kevin Costner made a passion project. It was called The Postman, I believe. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, that was widely regarded as one of the worst films that came out that year.
1: Sure. Um, but before that, he was like one of the m- most lauded directors. Yeah. You know, he kind of mm-hmm. went a little astray. He did a little water world, a little postman. But, yeah. you know, before that, he was dancing with wolves. So
0: this is going to be his his comeback. This is going to be the, the capstone of his career. Yes.
1: Um, I don't know. We'll see. He's doing two movies in one year, here's what here, Rebel here, Moon style. I talking guess about all, the all these year.
0: movies, here's here's what I feel is, I think there's actually going to be a lot of good movies this year. I also think there's going to be a lot of weeks where there's nothing coming up. Um and that that is going to be a challenge. Um, so it'll be interesting because there's a lot of movies pushed into 2024 because of the strikes. Um, And there's also just going to be a lot of movies that never got made that would have been in 2024 because of the strikes. So we'll see
1: what happens. Going to be fun. We'll be here. Hopefully the audience will be too. We'll still be here. We'll be (laughs) here.
0: All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, 2023 was a great year um, for the podcast and for movies in general. Uh, Here's to 2024. See you next week for The Beekeeper, guys. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Kicking it off right. Indeed. Goodbye.